Because no matter what you buy, Christmas is still happening. The spirit is still there. The love is still there. And if the love is gone because there is no gift, then you are not celebrating Christmas. You are celebrating consumerism. And that is not the right mentality. Check out this stat. After inflation overall began to ease last month, consumer prices were up by 7.7% in October from a year ago and remain near the highest level since the early 1980s. Heading into November, 60% of Americans reported living paycheck to paycheck. So we have 60% living paycheck to paycheck and a spike of 88% of buy now and pay later. Isn't that our mentality with credit cards? I'm a quote unquote, buy it now and pay for it later. They need to reword that. Like I said, I'm going to take out a loan now and I'm going to pay back that loan later. You didn't buy anything. Okay. So as it says in the Bible in Proverbs chapter 22, verse seven, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is the slave of the lender. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, Welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, a.k.a. Mr. Christian Finance, the host of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things, and my mom's favorite Christian financial advisor. As always, make sure that you subscribe so you're notified every time that we release new episodes. And be sure to like and comment on this episode. It really helps the podcast so we can continue to make great episodes for you. Well, Thanksgiving is over and now it's time to prepare for Christmas. Lucky us. But are we really ready? Over the past year, we have seen high inflation, a stock market with a lot of volatility and seeing layoffs at some companies reaching their historic highs. But it's Christmas, right? You have to have a good Christmas. It's like mandatory. But what does that really mean? A good Christmas? Is there a dollar amount that we must spend in order to have a good Christmas? I don't think so. And I'm not going to ruin your Christmas. As I always say, you have the freedom to choose how you spend your money. I'm only here to educate you on the consequences and the benefits as well. But we spoke about cognitive dissonance, didn't we? We talked about on a prior episode and according to psychology today, it defines cognitive dissonance as a state of discomfort felt when two or more modes of thought contradict each other. The clashing cognitions may include ideas, beliefs, or the knowledge that one has behaved in a certain way. Meaning, if you see Christmas as an opportunity to spend all the money that you've ever wanted throughout the year, and I'm telling you that may be a bad idea if you don't have money, those are clashing ideas and it's going to cause discomfort. And I understand that. But for many of you, you've been with me for over 120 episodes. And I don't teach you what to think. I teach you 
how to think for yourself. I just give you the information so you can make a logical choice that works for you and your family. So when someone says that we should watch our spending during Christmas, that may cause some discomfort because buying more than what we need, going into debt and suffering for the next three months is an American tradition, right? It's a little tongue in cheek. And I'm, I'm sorry to be kind of joking about such a matter that is so serious because I am not trying to attack Christmas at all, but I am trying to address the financial decisions we make during this time that is causing us pain for the remainder of the year. Christmas, first and foremost, is about Jesus and family, period. And I will not apologize for that. Sorry, I am not sorry. Everything else is an added bonus. The decorations, the gifts, the food, the time off, whatever that you, you want to mention around Christmas, that is an added bonus. Our focus should be on God, on salvation, on Jesus, and our family, and just being together. So before we get into the financial aspect, I want you to understand that Christmas is about being around family, showing each other you care, and taking a break from work to let your family and your job know that your family is your priority. Okay, CNBC is actually reporting that a Harvard researcher says that more Americans are tapping buy now, pay later for holiday gifts. And it shows how stressed the economy is. It goes on to point out that with prices near historic highs, more consumers are leaning on buy now, pay later to afford their holiday shopping. It means a Merry Christmas, but in the long run for many will hurt their credit says Marshall Lux, a fellow at the Harvard Kennedy School. Now, the sad part is that Americans will do anything to get everything on their wish list, and these companies are waiting, they're begging, they're, they're biting at the bit for you to do it as well. The toughest pill for me to swallow is this. In this economy, in these times, right, you as a working individual, do you not get what you want during the year? Are you delaying a purchase of a high price item until Christmas? Or are you strictly buying it on credit? See, generations past, if they didn't have the money, they didn't have it. They had to save up throughout the year. They had to budget. They had to have the cash ready at Christmas time to buy it or they couldn't get it. But now, because of these big banks, because of these credit cards, remember my conversation I told you that you're not buying anything when you buy things on credit. What you have is an instant loan maker and you're going to all these shops and you're making these micro loans. You're not buying anything because this is not your money. You're loaning loan. I need a loan for this. I need a loan for that. And now you have 30, 40, 50, 60 loans that you're paying interest on, sometimes 15 up to 25% or more. But you don't understand that. You just keep buying. You keep buying creating these micro loans over and over and over again. Now, I want you to look at it from a hundred foot view. See, it looks like Americans have this habit of buying things they can't afford during the year. And around the holidays, they just kind of crank the volume up of this habit by 10x and use the holidays as an excuse. 
So they're already overspending during the year. And then when the holiday comes, they once again spend more because it's Christmas. It's the holidays. And the research backs me up. It is being reported that on Black Friday through Cyber Monday that just recently passed, buy now and pay later payments through companies such as Klarna, Zip, Zilch, Affirm, and Afterpay jumped up 10%. No, 20%. Wait, I'm reading that wrong. 50, 60, 70, 80, 85% compared to the month before, the year before, a decade ago? No, the week before, according to most recent data from Adobe. So the buy now, pay later revenue rose 88% for the same period. And this is not even Christmas. This is Thanksgiving here. You know, this is the time where you're eating turkey and dressing and spending time with the family and telling everybody what you're grateful for. And I know what some people are saying. Well, we're shopping on Black Friday to buy the Christmas gifts. Okay, that's fair. But regardless, if it's Christmas, Valentine's Day, New Year's, Thanksgiving, Black Friday or Cyber Monday, the practice of spending money you don't have still remains. We interviewed Carissa Quadi. Um, she is a Christian financial coach who got out of $50,000 of debt by limiting her Christmas budget down to $20 one year because she was very serious about getting out of debt. So she said, this Christmas, our budget is $20. That's it. That's all. They still had Christmas. And guess what? She's out of debt. And because she's out of debt and because she sacrificed that one Christmas, she didn't go to these Black Friday sales or go out to the mall and buy gifts for her spouse that he can get on his own during the year. She can enjoy the rest of her Christmases without having that wet blanket of debt on her. But some of us, we're still going out Christmas after Christmas, digging ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in debt because we don't want to miss one Christmas shopping experience. And then you go to a professional and say, I don't know how I got into debt. You know how you got into debt, but you don't want to become aware of how you're getting into debt. Because no matter what you buy, Christmas is still happening. The spirit is still there. The love is still there. And if the love is gone because there is no gift, then you are not celebrating Christmas. You are celebrating consumerism. And that is not the right mentality. Check out this stat. After inflation overall began to ease last month, consumer prices were up by 7.7% in October from a year ago and remain near the highest level since the early 1980s. Heading into November, 60% of Americans reported living paycheck to paycheck. So we have 60% living paycheck to paycheck and a spike of 88% of buy now and pay later. Isn't that our mentality with credit cards? I'm a quote unquote, buy it now and pay for it later. They need to reword that. Like I said, I'm going to take out a loan now and I'm going to pay back that loan later. You didn't buy anything. Okay. So as it says in the Bible in Proverbs chapter 22, verse seven, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is the slave of the lender. Christmas seasons are creating a new wave of slaves to the rich. The article also mentions that amid high prices, installment buying, 
offers a lifeline for many consumers who can't afford things, Lux says. Hmm, a lifeline? Are people dying because they didn't get a new tool set? Am I so out of touch that I did not realize that people are suffering because they didn't get the new car they wanted? Or are, are they in danger of losing their lives because they didn't get that $300 gift card? No, we will be okay. You will be okay if you don't buy that extra sheet set by December 25th. We have to take a logical inventory of our lives and live within our means. Now, if that means only spending $5,000 on Christmas, that is what it means. Because the more these types of buy now and pay later accounts open at once, the more prone consumers become to overspending missed or late payments, which will contribute to poor credit histories. And that is what people will have to live with. You know, when you go in to get your new mortgage and they say, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, but we're going to have to charge you an interest rate of 10%. Well, well, I thought the rates were around seven. Well, you have some missed payments. You know, you have too many lines of credit. Your debt to income is terrible. So we have to charge you more. See, people don't think about this because in most cases, if you miss a payment, there could be late fees, deferred interest or other penalties, depending on the lender. Don't think this is a disease of the low income. You can still live paycheck to paycheck, making $500,000 a year. This is not about income, but mentality. And I want you to enjoy your Christmas. I really do. You know, I pray that you get everything that you want and you can afford but I don't want you to have a Christmas hangover and take the next three months to recover from one day of celebration. And if you are truly worried about Christmas and the amount that you spend, make sure that you prepare for Christmas and save up, maybe starting in January and slowly build something up so you can spend as much as you want in Christmas. You know, our show is about planning. It's not about restriction. It is about creating spending plans and not budgeting. And when you are hitting the buy now and pay later, that is telling me that you didn't plan for that purchase. And the lack of planning and overspending is a recipe for disaster. And we don't want you to smile on December 25th and cry on January 26th when you get the bill. So with that said, I want you to have fun. Give with a loving heart. But give within your means because I want you to have a Merry Christmas full of memories of God and family. But I also want you to get a great start to 2023 because you deserve it. Well, I hope that you've been blessed. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, to comment and to share. Also, if you're not subscribed to our podcast, go to www.abrwealthmanagement.com backslash podcast and join our family and as a thank you we have a very special gift for you if you need help building your financial plan or want a christian financial advisor to help you be a better steward of god's well information to speak with us will be given right after the show well i am ab ridgeway mr christian finance himself and i'll see you on the other side of your blessing i hope that you've been blessed as always this episode was created by ab ridgeway owner of ab ridgeway wealth management a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 
or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Olajuwon Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Olajuwon Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Thing podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.